If you're listening, you are currently tuned in to Barbie Talks, spoken by Her Majesty, none other than Kennedy Mendici herself. And if you're listening, I want to thank you for giving me your time today, for allowing me to continue to share my insight. I want to take this time to do a little morning meditation to get some good vibes, some great frequencies going. And, uh, you know, it's the morning time, so, you know, I'm a little fresh out of bed, so excuse me. But I just wanted to make sure that you guys got this message. So let's get into the meditation. I guess you can ask, you know, where I've been, what I've been doing, who I've been seeing, what I've been doing, blah, blah, blah. And to be honest, um, I've been trying to heal myself. And I feel like there are so many points where, you know, where we feel like, well, I don't know about anybody else, but I know we feel like as humans, we need to constantly evolve into different people and when I do these things, sometimes I leave things and come back. And and unfortunately, I had to do this with my baby, Barbie Talks the Podcast. But it's time to get serious. It's time to get down to business. But more importantly, speaking of the podcast, um, I want to get into what I've been doing and things of that in a second. But I want to tell you... No, no, no. I'm going to tell you what I've been doing first. Okay? That's real simple. You know, I'm in the process of graduating. And um, that's just crazy during this whole coronavirus thing. And with my family being, you know, main money makers, I'm the head of my household. So, you know, I'm much more so focused on homeschooling my siblings and things of that nature and yes I have siblings if you're wondering um so I've been doing that and in the meanwhile before corona hit I was out and I went to go see Doja Cat before her racist spill and that whole thing and I just went to a couple tapings for a show um and even I haven't seen the episode but I, I ain't subscribed to I didn't pay my subscription so I see it when I see it huh but I'm in the process of, you know, just trying to rebuild my account, rebuild my confidence and, you know, really just step into, you know, owning being a black woman in America and the struggles that come with that. Um, And during this process, I've experienced some great losses during the way. I recently experienced the loss of my grandfather so, um, 
You know, it's just been a lot going on. And with all these losses and still healing from other things, I've been coming numb to a lot of situations. But, you know, with due time, I'll be back to normal. Or, And I'm not going to lie, I feel a lot, a lot better. And I'm in a happier space now that I'm home and... I've been home for some time and I've been, you know, I'm in just a clearer mind about what I want to do and, you know, who I am and things of that nature and not necessarily being my own critic, you know, and it's just more so I've always adapted this story, but it is what the fuck it is. And that is my motto and what I encourage you. And I want to say this girl that works in the cafe, and I know her name, but I'm not going to put her out there. She's one of the people who continue to inspire me to do this podcast. Because one day, you know, she was like, I think you're so beautiful without makeup. And I just thought it was just so, just caught me up by surprise. And then she goes and tells me how she loves my podcast and, and it touched her. And, you know, she really enjoyed listening to it. And I just was so surprised because... She got a resting bitch face. And you, we all know the stereotypes. And we all, I'm working on, I'm working the stereotypes that America have programmed in my brain. And so I'm like, you know, she looks mean. You know, it was my first impression. But the fact that she was just so inspired by what I was going through and what I was saying just really touched me to continue doing what I'm doing. So... Y'all, I done dropped the equipment. But let's get into, you know, why I started this podcast in the first place. And this will be the only place that I'll say this. And people fail to realize why. Because they don't live the life that you live. And honestly, I'm tired of explaining shit to a lot of motherfuckers. Why must I keep explaining things to adults and people who are above the adolescent age of, and who are well capable of comprehending exactly what I'm saying out of my mouth? You might not get it, but you understand it. You know? And I started this podcast because I was going through a lot of grief junior year in college, you know, all throughout college, college was fucking horrible. Okay. But junior year really hit home for me. And I'll be transparent on this podcast because this is what you have to do. And I'm willing to do that with you guys. And I'm allowing to see more, you know, that meets the eye. I need to get, hold on, because I need to get something to drink before my fucking throat fall out of my fucking mouth, okay? I'm sorry to be so vulgar and so ratchet, pieces. Fuck, and, ooh, yes, and it's open. Ooh, ooh. 
Thank you, Jesus, for that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whew. But like I was saying, so I started this podcast because I was going through a lot of grief and I needed something to express my frustration. I was somewhere where I felt as though I were I was against the odds of who and what everybody wanted me to be and et cetera. And often I felt like I didn't belong and it just was a lot going on because I didn't have no one who could understand, you know, what I was going through. And I had friends who were, you know, uh, similar to me, but bitches, you know, you just got to put a question mark on everybody. I don't got time for that shit. I will suffer. And then, you know, everybody's intentions are different, you know, and motives are very different. So I don't have time to, I will suffer on my own than confide in, into people who aren't looking for my best interests, who are um, opportunists. So I started just expressing how I felt on this podcast and, you know, then I started getting a lot of listens and I just took all of my social media down and because I was just going through a lot of depressed state, you know, of, of what everyone was ex- expectations, you know, and I am human and I'm growing and I'm learning. And sometimes I often beat myself up because I'm like, damn, I should have known better than that. But bitch, I had to learn the fucking lesson first to know better, you know, because you don't know what you're not exposed to, you know? So, um, coming into sophomore year, um, you know, I was very, it was very prominent who I was, but I started to undergo forms of puberty. It was like, I was going through puberty again. And, you know, I experienced a traumatic loss, which was my baby brother. And I lost him um, through this traumatic situation. And it really has fucked me up. And it's fucked my entire family up. And I have not found anyone to confide in. Anyone to talk to about it. Anyone to express my emotion and grief. Nor did I have people really checking up on me. You know? And... No one really gives a fuck because it's not them, you know, after two years passed now and no one texts me, no one calls me and I, you know, and I have those days, but it, you know, I had to realize it just is what the fuck it is. And it just started to bring a different person out of me that I wasn't sure if I was going to like, you know what I'm saying? Because I was seeing different shit. Like, I just started to feel really disconnected from a lot of shit. Like, everybody's, you know, everybody was experiencing losses around me. And I was just so numb because who the fuck was there for me when I was experiencing my loss? You know? And I was just shocked. You know? I just really, really, really was shocked. Because even when I speak about it, people just, oh, yeah, you know. And you really got to watch the energy you put out. You really, really do. And make sure that the energy you put out is very reciprocal. But to continue, 
going while experiencing this, I had I, I had no choice but to continue my collegiate career. So I had to return back to my college and then everyone, you know, could see like, whoa, Ken is looking, Ken is looking hot mama, hot mama. Okay. I don't know what it is about Ken, but I can't put my finger on it. But that bitch is looking scrumptious. Okay. And, you know, then I, I started to realize that I did attract a different crowd of people. Because people understood that I was a very exotic woman at that point. And I was very different from those who are cisgender. And it just is what the fuck it is. And it's and it's not something that I would regret. But I often felt angry, you know, trying to explain how to, you know, crying out to people and family members, you know, on how fucked up it is that I wasn't born cisgendered and how, you know, you're just trying to, it's like you're sad about it. It brings you to fucking tears because it's like, I wish that I was this and I am this, you know, now and and I always will be, but. I wish things were normal like it is for you, like it is for me. And for you to further publicize your neglect and your non-acceptance of me, further basically approves what the fuck I'm already saying about myself and what I already feel with the dysphoria, you know? And people are just like, well, I don't see you as this and I don't see you as that. Well, bitch, it wasn't your motherfucking... Bitch, it's not the point of whether you do. Because I don't give a fuck. And when you're in the early stages of that, I used to want to put this and that and this and that and, you know, insecurities about this and that. Bitch, fuck you. Because it wasn't your purpose to be in my business in the first place. And, you know, being at college was fucking horrible. Because it was like I started to attract a different crowd of individuals and men and women started to respond to me differently. Freshman year, bitches was living for me. Bitches, everybody wanted to be my friend. All the bitches wanted to be my friend. But once it got to a certain point where it was like, whoa, you are, who is, who, who is that? That's, that's who? That's Ken? What? Bitches was like shaking in their boots. Because I've been snatching bitches' lace fronts like day one. Okay? Because bitches know that this pussy in this game is A1. Alright? And that's sex. But the point of the period is... The niggas started being weird. And they got weirder. Because it was like... You know, people will accept homosexuality to an extent. But when they think that you're trying to surpass... Or you're trying to do whatever the fuck... They just got so fucking weird. And I was being disrespected, like I told you on my podcast, from time and time again. And it really started to wear and tear on who I was as an individual because I was like, damn. I'm just like, here I am living this shit day in, day out, like constantly. And I tell people, it's not the major things, it's the minor things. And me being the individual, I have to watch my surroundings at all times. And it just was putting me into a horrible state where people didn't understand, you know? People didn't understand. And I'm at a point where, you know, bitch, you don't need to understand. You don't need to fucking get it. But you will respect me. 
you will respect me. And now I feel like I'm at the point where I have to constantly remind individuals who I am, constantly remind individuals what to say. And girl, I have, and I told you my grandfather died. So I recently went to go see my grandfather and that meant to go see family and family who have not seen me in a long time. And it was, you know, people don't, they they just don't get it, you know? And it was like, constantly have to remind people, nope, you got to say this. You got to say this. Nope. It's not cat is dog. It's not black is white. It's not this is that. It, and it's over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And it just was like, you know, there was this incident where... I had to come to a point where people just don't fucking get it. And I'm tired of explaining it. And there was this incident where my family was singing me happy birthday. Right? Because not only... No. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. My brother passed away. He was in the hospital. During this time. Because he needed a new heart. And... It was a very... I'm not going to think about it too much because I'm not going to get emotional. I don't want to get emotional. But it just was a very tough time. And he was in there for 30 days. And it just was a very traumatic thing. And he died on the dawn of my birthday. So now every year in the summertime, summertime is no longer the summertime for me. And it's just, you know, it's just very difficult. And people don't understand that. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, people just don't understand that shit. And when I was go- when I was at school, went back to school, and I had to fucking basically suck up my emotions and my grief because I couldn't take off and dealt with bitches basically like fucking bullying me, practically. It's like, you know, socially they isolated me and all this other weird fucking shit, and it just wasn't. It just was, it was just weird shit. Like, it just was weird. Like, and it made me feel like it was something wrong with me. But it was the, it was just was obvious that I was elevated at a point where people just could not understand my complexity. And I would be a fool to speak to a wall on a human thing. Why do I have to tell you, like, how to treat me? You know what I'm saying? And it just was a lot of weird shit in he died on the data on the dawn of my birthday, and then I had to go right back in August, and then I buried him in the beginning of August. I had to go back to school a week later, so I was a depressed ass bitch junior fucking year, and then to go through hormones, and I was like, you know, it was the first time I felt suicidal in a long time, like after I discovered myself and I became who I was, and after high school, I was like, bitch, I can be who the fuck I am, bitch, I'm grown. I said, bitch, let's let's rock out. Let's rock out. And I felt so amazing feeling like me. And then once I did what I did and just I was going through what I was going through, it was the first time I felt like, oh, my God, like, I don't know. It just was like I was just so unsure because of these just environments were just so fucking hostile and it just was so fucking toxic and everybody up that bitch was weird. And then, you know, my grandfather wind up dying on, on during my birthday, you know, 
And I understand my birthday is the holiest time of the year. But God motherfucking damn. And then he got buried on my actual fucking birthday. And I want to tell my grandmother like, girl, you couldn't have buried him on Monday. Like, it just was too much for me emotionally. And that day, like, I just was like, I had got all my tears out prior. So I just, it just just was what it was. You know what I'm saying? But I realized I had to put myself on the back burner. So, bitch, I'm moving my birthday and I'm changing my sign, bitch. I might be a Leo. I don't know. Who knows? I'm changing it. But... The point of the matter is, it just was all this shit on the dawn of my birthday, and it's just been a lot. But I want to do this podcast and continue this, because my mom's always telling me about sharing my story, because you don't never know who you inspired. I'd be like, fuck them bitches. They don't need to know, because I was so stuck on the fact that like I live my life unapologetically at that's school unapologetically and I and unfortunately I did the who fucking Dini in front of bitches instead of you know coming to college as Kennedy and whatever the case may fucking be but it just was what it was because I wasn't going to wait for no one and I felt in my body and my spirit that I needed to evolve. When I left high school, I was doing a makeup thing. My mom let me wear a weave. No, I snuck and got a fucking weave done. I snuck and got my fucking first unit done. Shout out to By No Means, honey. I went and got my first fucking unit done. And that bitch was laid. Peruvian fucking bundles. Those is the best bundles I've ever fucking had. But... I went and had to go and do what I had to do because I felt in my spirit I needed to evolve. And when I was doing that, I was like, okay, I'm doing this thing. I said, but something, something don't feel right. Something don't feel right. I said, because here I am with the makeup and I'm wearing weave and I'm still, I still don't feel happy. I'm not me. I looked in the mirror and I wasn't happy. And one day I had, you know, like all women, I had a little mustache. That one day I was like, let me get rid of this bitch because I'm looking like Igor out this hell. And this was fr- freshman year. And I looked in the mirror and I laughed and I had an epiphany because I had fucking chills in my body. Because what I looked in, I seen in the mirror, who I seen was this beautiful, beautiful mocha woman. And I was like, oh my God. And it scared me because I was like, whoa, bitch. Fish cut boots. You look great, bitch. Great. And ever since then, it ignited this flame. And I felt the need to evolve. And I felt it and I felt it. And here I am today. And here I am today. And I am happy with... I am happy that I am so beautiful on the inside. So beautiful on the inside. I would not change a damn thing. But living as myself unapologetically in this society put me at the bottom of the totem pole. Living as myself unapologetically 
cause people to treat me as if I was the scum underneath their shoes, as I was the rag they will wipe their ass with. Because I lived my life with other people feared. And I thought to my, and me and a friend who spoke, and I, I say that for another podcast, but I laughed and we chuckled about who we were afraid to be. And we were thinking about how unhappy we would have been if we would have stayed the same. So if you're listening, <laughs> do that shit. Whatever you want to do. However you feeling, rock out with your motherfucking cock out, going motherfucking 120 miles per fucking hour, bitch, in a pink Rari, breaking Nissy, breaking Nikki, breaking, what the fuck, <laughs> racing Nikki, come on, bitch, Terry, you know what I'm trying to say, just keep fucking pushing 100 fucking, 100 miles per hour on the fucking throttle, like, don't let nobody stop you, because I feel so happy on the fucking inside. But I hate the fact that I live my life unapologetically, beautifully in front of those people. And they discarded me in every way, shape, and form possible because I was something that they could not understand. And not because they did not know, because they not did not want to educate themselves. Not because, oh, this bitch is a fucking human like me. This bitch is black. Like me, an Afro-American woman like me. And it hurts my heart because I'm one of those individuals as a black woman, regardless of how black men respond to me in America. I see black men, I get them, I get them money. I see black little kids on the street selling fucking waters in the, in the, in the hood. I get them money. Here's five dollars, here's twenty dollars. I don't even want the water. I like juice. <laughs> Because I know what the struggle is being black in America. I look out for these same people. And to turn around these same men, same men discard of me. These same men kill women who are just like me. At alarming rates. At alarming rates. And people will wonder why I am, I am so cautious when I want to leave the house. Because that school gave me a taste of what it's like being a female of the experience, but a black woman of the experience in America. And it's just, you know, and it is what the fuck it is because I wouldn't have this shit no other motherfucking way. And if that means I got to put my foot on some bitches necks on the way there, then it is what the fuck it is. But one thing you will do when I walk in the fucking room is respect me. But people don't understand that how I live this life, this lifestyle, isn't like, oh, let me just wake up and this is just put on makeup and this, 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 this. And this is who I am, y'all. These my pronouns. No, bitch. This ain't, this, this is more than a motherfucking lifestyle, bitch. This is a motherfucking career, bitch. This is a motherfucking, what is it? Because this is like. A lifestyle that I can't explain this. This is a being. This is a soul. You know what I'm saying? And it just, this is a soul. And that's why I wanted to call, come here to you guys raw. 
Because I want y'all to see the perspective of what the fuck it's like living unapologetically. And what I've experienced, I don't ever want to go through my life again. And so excuse me to some motherfucking family members, some motherfucking friends, some motherfucking associates that know, think they know me and want to say that I should live in my truth and live in this, that, and the third. Excuse me, bitch. Don't you ever fix your motherfucking mouth to say anything to me. When you don't know what the fuck I've been through. You couldn't walk a motherfucking... Bitch, you can walk out the fucking dough in my motherfucking heels. Okay? For not even a minute. So don't tell me what it's like. This lifestyle, this being, has affected my everyday life. How I get gas. How I take my sister to school. How I pick her up. How I visit family members. How I come to functions. How I'm in a grocery store. Just shopping for regular things. And how people respond to me. On the every day. And being at that college. Every day was like my adrenaline was rushing. Because I didn't know who was going to make me go left. What was going to make me go left. And when. And them sometimes he asked bitches up there. Was no better than the niggas. They was even worse. I was more scared of the bitches than I was the niggas. Because the niggas was up front with you. They would disrespect you in your face. And not give a fuck. But the bitches will play along. Play along. Act like they're your friend. And contribute in the fucking trauma. And you. Black woman. Look like me. Whether you want to attest to us being the same being or not. Whether the reason of how I got here or not. I understand your struggles. But I can't allow you who looks just like me to further oppress me. Black man. Black woman. I can't allow you to further oppress me. So if I want to live my life in secrecy Once I continue to evolve to who I see myself to be, that is my choice. How dare you tell me that I must live my life in my truth? And how dare you be foolish to think that I wouldn't? This beauty and this journey is too beautiful to hide. My story is too beautiful to hide and you will be a fool to not recognize the beauty in me. And that trauma, I wanted to share with the fucking world what they did to me. Because they fucked my mental up on who... They, they, they projected themselves so much onto me. They made me think that something was wrong with me. No, better. Something is wrong with you. Something is wrong with you. And I say this with love to my brothers and my sisters. Because I love all of you with my being. And I just wish you would see me as I see you as my equal. But I understand in this society, the white man has made it that we must oppress one another. And we must oppress somebody to, to, fear, to feel superior. The white man, the white, the black, the white man, the white woman. 
the white woman, the black man, the black man, the black woman, the black woman, and everybody of the LGBT and everything of the X. And all, and after you get to, you know, everybody who's been disrespected, it trickles down to the bottom. And women of the experience, especially women of color of the experience, get the shit end of the sick. So if I want, if I want to pack my shit up one day and disappear and live in fucking Peru with a fucking Spanish man named Miguel who, and I'm just living my life, leaving my past in the fucking United States or just living somewhere else and being who I want to be and not who you want me to be and who you think I should be. I deserve that. And when you get to the point and you see that, then we can have a conversation. And I say this because I had to speak to some individuals who don't fucking understand and told me how the fuck they think I should live my life and who they think and how they think I'm afraid. And yes, I'm afraid. I'm not afraid of myself. I'm afraid of others and what they do and how they project that onto me. I'm afraid of their capabilities when it comes to this world and I know the threat that they pose on women of the experience who don't live to see the age of 35 and black women have only been living to see 21 in 2020 I'm 21 so excuse me if sometimes I want to hide to protect myself because that's what we must do to survive and like this person was saying, because he took me back to nature when it comes to male and woman and mating and the primary source of man and man wants to mate with woman. We are primary animals, is what they said. And that is true. We are. We are. And our main focus, like mating, is to survive. Thank you for listening.